Can I, uh, can we talk and you not post this stuff yet? Yeah. <laughs> you know, put the headphones on. You fucking asshole. You know. I won't keep from drinking. Baby. Can you this hear me? This is a drinking song. This is a drinking guy. Are you, are you, Gary Stewart. are you recording right now? Gary Stewart. I don't want to waste my voice on non-recordings. Gary Stewart. Classic country, 1975. Hmm. So I'm assuming we're recording already. Uh, yeah. MF, uh, this is this this is called the drinking thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you can hear this in on this. <laughs> if you if you can't see this, because you can't, uh, Bob's head's bobbing around so yep. sweetly. Like it's a sweet bob though. Sometimes I doodle and then I I dance while I doodle and I doodle dance. And while I'm while I'm while I'm drawing, I like to dance. If these walls could talk, they'd be like, "Man, Bobby's gay as fuck." Uh, these walls can talk, and they say a lot. And they say, <laughs> they oh say a lot of cat things. They say, "Get out of here, kisses." Say, <laughs> kisses. You had your food, kisses. You know what's funny? Kisses is actually an aggressive, angry cat, and it's not at all what the cat you, I would think you would have. Kisses is like the one who runs this place. Mm, yeah. Probably because you named her Kisses. Mrs. Kisses. Oh, yeah. She's just like the little precious. She's like that the the little girl in the movie Precious. Yeah, she's uh, she's well, she's underweight, <laughs> but okay. She oh, looks like Smeedle from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> she looks like Smeedle. Oh, yeah, you're an asshole. She does. And the Precious is food, so it's good. It's nice. I always give her food. <laughs> Thank you, do. She's just such a. She has AIDS or something. I don't know. Yeah, oh, God. I got to take her to the vet. She takes weird shits. Kui <laughs> Jinta used to do this joke and be like, I take the weirdest shits sometimes. And then I was like, I take the weird shits too because sometimes I take a weird shit and the cat just like shits at the same time in the litter box so she jumps on my shoulders while I'm shitting. I'm like, that's a weird. It's pretty weird. I don't know. <laughs> yes. I take the weirdest shit sometimes. I mean, everybody has a shit they're not proud of. Yeah. Um I had a friend who always talked about his blood and his shit, and I was like, "You're like 20, 20, like, 20 yeah." And he's like bleeding out of his asshole like a lot, and I was like, "God, yeah. does not want you to live anymore." One time, I was uh, I was trying to impress my friends, and <laughs> I... you bled out of your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Long story short, <laughs> I. Uh... <laughs> Whoa, cool. <laughs> Look at this cool guy. I was 20. I thought it was cool. <laughs> you sprayed them in the eyes. Oh. No, no. We had a jumping contest where I had to jump oh, off of a dock shit. into a uh, dinghy boat, you know? And yeah. Then, and like whoever could jump the furthest, you know? And, I, and I, I, I had the strategy of landing ass first into the dinghy boat, and then that strategy backfired because I uh, ripped up, and I, I broke my hymen. I broke my male hymen, and then I... Then I and then it was before I was gay. Cause, um, hey, Bob, can I tell you something? What? I think you were always gay. You're wrong. And, I was so straight when I was younger. You and, don't know. And the choice was... of jumping in ass first for everything might have been a trigger. <laughs> might have been um, <laughs> you subconsciously knowing that. But it's a. Uh, but I was in the army and I was a cool dude. <laughs> dude, army guys, I was, fuck. I was ripped. I was. Ripped. I saw pictures. You were my. I mean, also, I have the dog tags on right now. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna show this for the audience. Whoa. Uh, 
That's pretty cool. Your, your dog tags. I was I. I caused a scandal in basic training because I I, I I wanted to uh, put atheist on my dog tags, <laughs> and they and they forced me to put no preference for religious. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. That's <laughs> actually a very funny thing <laughs> to do, uh, Bob. Oh, well. And then because the lady making the dog tags, we don't write atheist on a dog tag. Wait, if you no. die, and then it says, and they put this between your teeth and your dead body on the battlefield, <laughs> it'll say atheist. That's not right. You know, th- it'll say no preference. Th- and I was like, that's fine. There's I, few people where I, I, I care so little that I'll say no preference. It's th- fine. <laughs> there's few people where I where I hear them like do an interpretation of what happened. And I'm like, uh, it's a little far from what probably happened. But this lady <laughs> is here with us tonight. She, yeah. her essence. Of... I work at the Army PX <laughs> yeah. in Oklahoma, that in is... Fort Lawton, Lawton, Oklahoma, Air Force. I lived in Elk City, and I've been there for I years. Refuse. Yeah, I refuse. God, God took me out of the Elk City, so I'm here now. Eddie, you had some thoughts. You had to, you had to think at me. No, well, I wanted to talk to you. I, right. I but I really, I, I really, really like talking to you. Okay, if you don't see Bob, he's uh, shaking his shoulders. If you heard that, that's his chair moving around because he's shaking around. I think uh, Bob is very funny, very sensitive, special, and uh, unique. And I'm from the block. I'm just the little old. He's like Jennifer Lopez a little bit. Yeah. In that way, that he's from the block. Yeah. But I, just, I, I like I like talking to you. I want to work stuff out in my head. You know, like I, I feel like I'm very guarded, but I'm also very open to the right people. If that makes sense. Yeah. Did you have fun tonight. I had those lesbians. All your jokes. I didn't have one with them. They're they're those lesbians. They're like, oh, I need to be so tough. Uh, you know, like they're no, the, they're that's just the one. They're she's, the same as the bros. Like I like uh, yeah, Rachel's the tough lesbian. Yeah, but uh, Shay was uh, she's she's really funny and she's she just burns you. She probably just made you feel bad because she kept burning you. What? None of them made me feel bad. I she, mean, yeah, but, but Rachel burned you a couple times too. I thought that was pretty. No, good. she had good. Well, I mean, okay, if if you <laughs> think she burned me, she burned me. But I thought she was very much uh, adding to the conversation and being really sweet. Like, whereas the other one was uh, actually kind of like getting angry, kind of yeah. Like, remember she was like yelling at the waitress and a little bit, oh, trying to be a little uh, authoritarian. I didn't see that. I didn't see any of that. She's, she's, well, you were inside for the last cold part of it. I was getting cold. I didn't want to hang out. That is true. Where everybody was. I mean, but I, I mean, whatever your experience. Stay safe, but not if it's cold. That's what I say. And uh, I, I, I what, do what? care. I do care about the people and the pandemic and the spike and the numbers and the, uh, you know, the guidelines of. Can we talk about Fauci and? The... I, I listened to our our podcast last. Uh huh. And you're, um, I don't know how to say this, uh, but you're rambling to the beginning of <laughs> what were actually really sweet, and uh, I really connected to it. I really liked it. I really liked how you're talking with the guy. You call him Phil Hartman. 
Oh yeah, I don't say his real name. But, but why uh, you, you you alienate a lot of people by saying Phil Hartman? Because then I'm well, like, I give him a fake name, Phil Hartman. Sure, but Phil Hartman's a real person, so he's he, dead. Though. Great, but if anybody understands comedy or understands anything else, they're always you. you but say, I was thinking, what if you're okay? How, how about this? How about this? How about this? I was uh, I love this guy named Bernie Mac, and uh, you know, I was fucking <laughs> Bernie Mac, and you know what? One time I punched Bernie Mac, and it's like. <laughs> Bernie Mac would punch you back. Like, you, do you understand how that makes? Oh, so the person, it become it, that person has become something in his name, and and Phil Hartman was probably not a good choice. No, it for, was a, for a fake name. It was, it was one, yeah, it was one of the worst choices ever. <laughs> I just thought it, it was funny. It kept, I thought yeah, it was it, funny. It's, to it's say very that. funny, but he kept taking me out of it. I was like, Phil Hartman <laughs> got murdered by his wife, and he's hilarious. To be taken out of you mean Troy McClure? Because that'd be yeah. funny. But like, uh. Do you yeah. get that? Like, uh, if I had one of the fake names, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I had Emilio also, Estevez. I had also used the name Timmy. I just thought it was boring to keep calling him Timmy. You know what? Fine. That's a great so, one. So That's way like, better. Like Timmy, Timmy, Timmy makes it better than know. Phil fucking Hartman. Who cares? Why do I still have this person that I can't even say his name? It's awful that I have this. Okay. What, what's wrong with me where I still have this fucking fixed idea of a person who didn't even care about me when he was around you know why like, totally ignored me but what? you know why what because the idea of it is better than anything and uh-huh. it's better than i think anything you've ever felt before mm. because I, I'll, honestly a lot of comics don't allow feelings ever and it's sad but also their defense mechanism and i i mean i don't like it <laughs> and it, and I I'm not the one to tell anybody that because it's the person. Yeah, my defense mechanisms are. Uh, I guess they're. Uh, uh, the, half of comedy is just a defense mechanism. It's it's all just like you start a joke from something sad, and then you make it funny by but, pretending but, that it's not sad. But that's your experience in comedy. I literally think uh comedy is more of learning right it's uh, the best comedy i've liked is i learned something from whatever happened to you good bad or sad sad is the easiest one sad everybody gets sad everybody gets mad everybody gets hurt and turning that into happiness is the defense mechanism for most comedians, which is, I thought the uh, the best part of uh, I don't know if you listened to the one that I just released with Drew Hallway and Jesse James Gettings. I saw it. There is uh, a uh, there's a little part where um where I'm I'm we're at the end I'm I'm doing uh, BDSM for ASMR That's funny. That's funny. BDSM ASMR. I'm whispering so hard. We've gone through such an intense conversation. BDSM ASMR is hilarious. That that's a great idea. Like I'm whispering in your ear so hard it hurts your ears. Ah, don't don't whisper yeah. so hard. Yeah. Yeah, staple my dick to the floor. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. Oh my god. Don't wait me. Don't wait me. I'm
But I thought it was a f- cute little moment in the b- podcast it's where, but, uh, because um, I, I I don't know. I, but uh, th- thanks. I I was so embarrassed about actually listening back at I I I get this um, feeling like I'll just release it and I'll read this stuff alone, and I'm a weirdo reading this stuff by myself, and then I put it next to a conversation with uh, somebody and then I feel like maybe that's being presumptuous to uh, add this and then like uh, but it is my podcast and I'll do whatever the fuck I want <laughs> but I, I did feel embarrassed like listening back I'm like the that's, highs, that's pretty the, goddamn personal the, 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 the stuff I put the highs and lows of Bob you know what I'm nervous but you know what I'm the goddamn boss <laughs> and you know what fuck him Fuck myself. Fuck him if it's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I'm the one who's embarrassed. I, I, yeah. I felt uh, honestly. I listened to it a uh, little. I, I, it was after uh, New Year's, and it was New Year's. Uh, it was it was 2021, and I listened to your podcast with me on it. Um, in the beginning, really, uh, it got me. It got me connected with you. <laughs> the whole uh, you're like <laughs> I. I I love the Bob thing, and I also hate the Bob thing, which is um, the um, why is he looking at me? Oh, he can't be looking at me. Oh, maybe he is. Oh, no, he's not. Ugh. But he's so cute. And oh, I hate him. Yeah. Oh, I hate him. He's <laughs> stupid. Oh, but he, but he's with me and he's kissing me. Mm-hmm. But I'm also podcasting while he's waiting in the bed. It's like what? It's endearing to an extent. If that makes sense. Because Bob, if you didn't know this, you're actually a good-looking man. I think. Uh, I, I think you're funny and you're sweet, and y- <laughs> if you wanted any uh, artist, you could get them <laughs> if you want. You know, and uh, you're just. Uh, I think you are a tortured soul, which I think I am also a little, a little bit. You like you no, you don't like it. But it's you. Well, I turned down a grinder hookup today because he just wanted to come over, and I just, I just can't. Um, yeah, he tr- he turned down true love, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. A <laughs> uh, grinder hookup. Uh, I, I've, I've been uh, left at dinners with my friends for a grinder hookup, and I was like, uh, seriously, and they're like. Oh, he didn't look. And then the next thing he's like, he didn't look like the guy on the picture. But I was like, you left me for a stranger, you fuck. I'm pretty sure that the guy that I turned down today was also the same guy who had the picture because he had like uh, no face in his profile picture. But then he sent me pictures of him sitting on a boat somewhere. And this is the same guy that uh, had me. uh, He he stood me up. He was like, yeah, I'm coming over. And then he didn't come over. But like, uh, but then like. Uh, two months ago, he 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 like I I got I got stood up on Grinder four times in one day, and then I was like, that's a red flag, and um, and now he, now he's now he's coming back and sending me another uh, hey come over I want I'm game are you horny I'm like uh, not for you All yeah right. not for you not, not I have for... Eddie here <laughs> he and stood he's, me up and he barely was here well thank you for that I really yeah. um I'm not a hot guy in a boat though I wish I were a, I wish I were a hot shirtless guy. On a, on a, I bet you look fine shirtless. A, yeah, I work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. I, I mean, you, you're not fat, honestly. You're not yeah. fat. You're not ugly. I do have a fat face, though. Oh, you're talking to the 
fattest face person. Yeah. When uh, you turn forty, your face gets fat. No, it's but I've worst. always I've always had a fat face. Like since uh. I was in fifth grade, um, there was a, a time when I didn't. I think my face gets fatter than my body usually. So if I ever lose weight, it's my fat face will be last. Yeah, it's, it, that's like I'm I. I was always one of those uh, skinny fat guys who had like a skinny face, but then like a little uh, chubby like. Uh, See, it was opposite. I, but then I, I had to start working out, and then the, all the fat that I worked off on my body just like flew up to my face. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, was I like, was always the opposite. My body was always thin, and my face was always fat. And people would, girls would go when I took my shirt off. They're like, "Oh, you're not fat." <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that then they were turned more on. I guess I guess. It's better to to be surprised when you take your shirt off by a guy yeah, that you yeah. didn't think was going to look good than like to go ugh you're that's what you are when you take your shirt off. Bob, the, the listeners want to want to hear how how big is your your penis? It's like nineteen inches. Hmm, nice. Only nineteen? Yeah, it's like uh, twenty four inches hard, but it's uh, it's nineteen when it's flaccid. So he's a shower, not a grower. <laughs> yeah, <that's it. laughs> Pussy bitch, motherfucker! <laughs> Only five inches of growth, you fucking loser. Well, that's just how it works, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Okay. Okay. All right. Now. All right. Partly good, chance of bad. How can you just walk away from me when all I can do is watch you leave? If this is nothing but a simulacrum, a farce, a preordained and forethought design I'm engaged in, and I'm not even real, then what's the point of pain? Why do I feel pain at your loss? Why do we need each other in our lives? Only to be fed and pet and fondled and slept with and argued over. Why was I even born? Where's my mom? <laughs> Uh. Greetings from hell. Two figures in a maze drawn by an idiot. Parts of reality under pants. Tee hee hee. Tee hee hee. Disregard. Respect. Bella Lugosi's dead. There are no heroes. David Bowie was a rapist. No one was ever kidding. All that comedy and no one was kidding. God was in the room and he was bored. 
He hates every single one of us. We were born under a fiery sign of doom. Love is a cruel illusion. Love is a cruel illusion that is best left unattended and ignored. The purpose re the the purpose driven life. Okay, the purpose of reality is to keep going. Um The purpose of reality is to keep going like flies trapped in amber. Undiscovered talent. The universe is big enough to ignore everything. Mirrors are not mirrors. Mirrors are not the same. Mirrors are not the place to make memories. Moldy memories. Cotton. You know, in some ways, cotton is disgusting. What if you had brains like cotton soaked in shit? What if they ripped your head apart and ripped it open and that's what they found? And then, you know, they don't even feel bad hand digs around in some guy's brain it's all just cotton and shit the shit stinks well you blood blood of god's shit stinks blood is yellow dreams are where you live other people's dreams someone on a yacht with a hot lady and a million dollars up his own ass those are dreams eddie van halen was a dream. Odd music. Cold hands. Cold hands. Hands. Sex party. Open up. Uh, open up and say ass. Uh, tw uh, <laughs> uh, 12, 12, 2020. Writing fiction. Writing anything is easy if you don't care about the results just give in no impact no worries no fear no charms intellectually challenged they're out to get me my back hurts fear is rampant there are representatives in congress who made money selling off stocks after they learned in top secret intelligence briefings what the pandemic was about to do to the economy there's still a reason to keep going. Keep spending. When do you give up on someone if you love him? Feelings passing into thoughts, fixing in the minds of fucking morons. Passions and convictions passing for a coherent personality. <laughs> Shit where you eat. Foot in the wrong hole. No advanced knowledge. Knowing something even after you wish you had no idea. Guilt by aspiration. Fortune's favorites, William Trevor, easy to convey a simple message. Reducing people to whatever it is they stand for, how they look, what they wear, what they hear, if they listen. Voting is useless, but I still do it anyway. Pushover. I'm a pushover. Pushover someone who's afraid to make choices, so he always makes the wrong choice. I'm a pushover. I'm a simp. A vain little weakling with no talent. Beating yourself up, uh, beating yourself up over it doesn't solve anything. Hurting other people when you have a choice. Slipping into something more comfortable when you want to get away. Letting the words escape. Howling at the moon. 
jacking off on Zoom. Uh, Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> Jeffrey Tubin's temper tantrum. Never forgive. Never forget. Hurting another person just to feel something. I don't believe in malice, and I don't believe in altruism. I believe in intelligent self-interest, calculated risk, unfortunate circumstances, courage in the face of fear, one toke over the line, give me three steps, give me three steps back, let's forget this ever happened, no one needs to know, infinity is everywhere, nothing matters, separate lives, I'm not the one, there's no such thing as the one, no such thing. Uh, what's wrong with me? 12, 16, 2020. Infinite Justice. That was the war I was in. Operation Infinite Justice. Horrible. Clop. Bloop. Madam Georgia. Astral Weeks. Sheep. Come. Meet me at the six-pack. Did you drink your bleach today? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. All oh, the different forces. Oh, my God. Apples and Stereo, that was a band. Um, All Hands on the Bad One, Slater Kinney. I read a book. Different Strokes. I saw a TV show. Milk. I eat milk. Miles away, winger t-shirt, that's what I'm wearing. Open tonsils, as I scream with desire for Kip Winger. Nobody remembers him. Dick out, hands out, fresh body, cool hair, so sexy, pants down, spanking new dick on teeth. Moving in and out of hard penis, into hard penis, shoving penis into penis, shoving uncle out of the way, board game violence, thinking too hard. Too invested in the outcome. Reflections unnatural. 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 They could come to take it all away, and I'd have no right to defend myself. What if somebody broke into your house and smashed your furniture, tripped you on purpose, beat you unconscious with the leg of a broken chair, zipped you into a huge bag filled with poisonous snakes, and left you for dead emotionally. What would you do? How do you want this to end? What are we working on here? What's in the center of your mind? What happens when you take off your clothes? Are there any... Real answers. Have you decided? Can you decide right now how you want to proceed with this loss? Strength in sadness. What is that supposed to confer? Why do you pretend to be so sad? And find so many shitty excuses to cry. It's the same. I've tried it. How much human pee would clump up in a litter box? How much human pee would clump up in a litter box?
How much do you need to would clump up in a litter box? How much human pee <laughs> would clump up in a litter box? I think I think How much Doug Douglas had a really good idea with the whole like setting it to five and then fucking box. with it. How much human pee? Human pee would clump, if you put your pee. Human pee. All right, you say human pee. Human pee. I'm a human being. I'm a human peeing. I'm a human being. And I'm Douglas a is a human being. Peeing, peeing, peeing. Bean, bud, bud, Doug, Doug the bud. Mr. Bean is a Mr. human being Mr. peeing. Mr. Bean is a human being peeing. Ah, Mr. Bean. I remember Mr. Bean. That was a good show. Yeah. Rowan I, Atkinson. He was funny. I, I used to live overseas, and Mr. Bean was one of the only English speaking shows even though there was no talking in it that was available to watch and so i i got into that weird absurd british humor when i was young weird absurd british humor man peeing there's a man peeing in the background yeah i, I can hear the peeing clearly in this podcast I can hear here the peeing in the podcast mm. oh man peeing oh my I'm a goddess. I'm a man. What about the I'm water heater? There's like a bunch of storage under there. It's good. Don't look at my litter box. <laughs> <laughs> There's all this sick ass storage. <laughs> I love extra storage. <laughs> I love extra stuff. I like stuff. I like. I like that one. Oh man, he's gonna wash his hands too. Happy birthday. It's supposed to be, um, you wash your hands for as long as you say happy birthday. The happy birthday song is yeah. 20 seconds long. Yeah. Happy birthday even, to you. Not even close to it, Douglas. Not even close. So I love, like, an insanely long uh, face. Late in the pandemic here. Uh, Bob, know. when's the last time you did acid? Well, let's, let's not talk about that. All right. <laughs> you don't want to talk about hallucinogens on this podcast? No, I don't do drugs. Oh, really? I do sometimes smoke weed i will be honest and i will say that i smoke weed but i have not done acid in many years um probably 17 years what yeah i don't know i, I don't think acid is like fun. that ratatat song what oh, like, uh, <laughs> 17 years i think you should i think you should do it yeah. i have a hit if you want it uh, no, no i also <laughs> i, I also i also have a hit if you want it <laughs> no nah, i don't want to do that Molly? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah, Molly's a good substitute for life. That's that's a good way to do it. it is. Remember when everybody was doing those all oh, I know this girl named Molly? Oh, those jokes. Uh, those were really I think I really I think I jokes. missed that. What do you like better, those Chuck Norris jokes or those kind of Oh, jokes? I would take anything over the Chuck Norris jokes, dude. Okay. Um, What's the chief export of Chuck Norris? Call me by your name. <laughs> Uh, the answer is pain. Uh, mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like the rest of them. <laughs> They're so bad. I like that. That's what I Did you know that in um, America you can always find a party? How so? But in Soviet Russia, a party <laughs> finds <Yeah>. you. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Those jokes I love. Like, I don't know how those ever went out of style. Mm. I guess because Yakov Smirnoff kind of quit doing them, but... Do, do you know why Chuck Norris doesn't have any pubic hair? Why? Because you can't grow hair on steel. Ooh. Mm. Not bad. For you or the one I, 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 yeah. No, I just, I just remember the ones that I thought were like pretty good, the best of them, but they were mostly really terrible. Yeah. Do you guys have like a favorite street joke or anything that you tell when somebody's like, "Yeah, tell me a joke." Yeah, I got one. What's your street joke? Get out of my street. <laughs> That's that's Sorry. that's my street joke. It's not your street joke. <laughs> I wrote that. Oh damn it! You really ruined it. There. I'm so <laughs> like, oh well. I'm so disappointed. That is my favorite thing to do. Is that joke? Oh. <laughs> well, like, I'm sorry I, I ruined you your Monday. Ruin yeah, yeah. I'll do mine and you ruin it. All right. What's the difference between a chickpea and a garbanzo bean? I don't know. I wouldn't pay twenty dollars to let a garbanzo bean on my face. I like it. <laughs> What if Mary Antoinette said, let them eat cum? <laughs> that's that not a street classics. joke. That's a Bob joke. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah it, that, that's classic Bob. <laughs> I think that's from like 2013, right? Like that's like, that's that's classic, classic Bob. Oh, yeah, I used to always ask people at uh, work, uh, when I worked at the Mexican restaurant, I'd be like, would you like a floater with that? When I worked at Chewy's, they, that was something you had to say. Hey, uh, I know you're getting that tangerita. Would you like a floater with that? <laughs> you gotta do it in that accent. Would you, you, would don't you do like a floater accent. with that? It, it, and I couldn't think. You know, it's just a piece of shit floating. Would you like a piece of shit floating in your margarita? <laughs> they take uh, you off the schedule if you don't use that accent. Yeah. <laughs> would you like a mini Corona poured into your drink? Yeah. Is, is, that, is that what they mean? Dude, I remember the first time I had a margarita with a floater. I thought it was the dopest shit. I was like, oh, it tastes like oranges. Just, I was like, mmm, mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Good, dude. Do y'all like micheladas? Oh, I love, love micheladas. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite things to drink. Me too. Especially like on a hot day or like after a long day of work. Just that salty, delicious, refreshing michelada. Oh, man. One time I wrote, um, they should change the phrase, it's all good, to it's all bad. That's, that's dark. Yeah, I know. One time I was like... Um, thinking they should change that phrase uh shoot first ask questions later to um listen first ask questions <laughs> later i think that would make more sense that's a good it's than, than shooting people i think it's a better slogan yeah. and more applicable first, to more situations questions later you can use that in situations with where guns aren't involved yeah. as well I'm, I'm very bad at listening to people so <laughs> i'm you know, I had to break the habit of just shooting people. Well, I think I think that the say the shoot first, ask questions later works best for deaf people because they already can't listen. Oh yeah, and and they're fun to when they finally scream. That's <laughs> deaf people love shooting people. They're oh. murderers and they love it because they, their that. ears don't hurt when they're spraying yeah. those guns. Yeah, but in any so, gun range, it's yeah, 90% can, deaf yeah, people. they can kill everyone. I feel like deaths. a podcast is the best place to make fun of the deaf. Oh, dude, you're <laughs> right. We can really say whatever we want, as long as Bob doesn't close captions and shit. <laughs> oh, man. Here's another joke. I went AWOL from the Army for a few days so I could go to a Sublime show. 
Uh, is that a true story or is that just a joke? No. Because uh, that would be cool if you got to see <laughs> Sublime Live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be worse. With, with Rome? I didn't did do that to go to see the meat puppets. I, I, I went oh, to that's actually see. cooler. That was, that's... Yeah, it's much cooler. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, either one is is pretty cool. I'd say Sublime's an 8 out of 10. Meat puppets are a 9 out of 10. Mm. I like Sublime. No, it was, I was seeing, I, you know what? Both are half-truths. I was seeing the um, the band Eyes Adrift, which had uh, Chris or Nova Selleck from Nirvana, and then uh, Kirk Kirkwood from the Meat Puppets, and then that drummer guy from Sublime. So it was like a super group, and it was a super group of yeah, the least popular su- people from each group. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know the who the Meat Puppets group. are. Yeah, I, went, I went AWOL to go there, in Southern Illinois, sick. and. Uh, um, it's the Carbondale. guy from Nirvana I mean, that yeah. nobody knows. <laughs> I drove from Kentucky to Carbondale, Illinois to go see the uh, you know, Sublime show. And then, <laughs> then, then I got in a lot of trouble. But it was worth it. I was, it was right before I was deployed, and I was like, yeah, I only went out for one day. Dude, I and feel like I there's was, a, was, a really specific subculture of white people that are, like, obsessed with Sublime. I don't no, know I if there like still them. is, but in high school, I know that all the... All the real seedy kids were like, Sublime was their religion. Yeah, I mean, if, if you use your allowance to buy a bong, you probably loved Sublime. Oh, yeah. I loved Sublime. Really? <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I like, didn't <laughs> like them, but I, I grew to like them. Oh, guy I was uh, in the psychiatric hospital with in high school uh, loved Sublime. Of course. He was, he was, That's where you end up when you listen. They had to put him in the room. <laughs> <laughs> to put him in, in, the, in the isolation separation room. 311 <laughs> is another band that I grew to like over time and now I like literally yeah. literally like like no no irony I just like 311 a lot of guys like 311 they, st- they, they have their own day yeah dude yeah. fuck yeah they I, I really day. like their their riffs and their general style of music but I could never get behind their rapper oh yeah well the thing is I for, just really hated his the voice songs that feature him you gotta look at it as like a comedy song <laughs> way better. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious. I always kind of like, whoa. Yeah. Dude, one time whoa. I was making out with this their, chick. Uh, what was the big song? What was the first that was the down. down. Down was their big first song. Oh, come original. Come original. You gotta come original. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's another one. I was making out with this girl one time, and, and I had 311 on shuffle because I'm an idiot. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, Amber was on and everything was romantic and it was cool. It's like, oh yeah, we're making out. And then uh, another song came on, and they, uh, it's a song. It's like, you gotta jump, come on, come on, come on. And I was like, I gotta stop. I had to stop making out, turn off the song. It ruined the whole vibe. Yeah, because because that because that because that, 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 that the vibe you ruined in this podcast with that terrible <laughs> story. Yeah, Blaine, do you have something better to say? On three eleven related. <laughs> uh, yeah, just drink your problems away. I just, I see what you're doing. Yeah. I don't my even, cat doesn't I, love you anymore. Oh no, she's my my, there. my lap says otherwise. <laughs> my dick. Very warm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, going back to the music thing, I don't even know who the Meat Puppets are. Oh, what? I've yes, never, I've, I've never even yeah. heard of that name. You know uh, some of the songs like. Yeah, uh, Nirvana covered that song on their Unplugged. If you ever listen to the Nirvana Unplugged. Oh, I... I, 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 I,
You know that song? That's a sick song. Yeah. Who needs action when you got words? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're doing a really good job of, of demonstrating that song. Because like, I know exactly what song you're talking oh, about. Yeah, yeah. And what I know it that? as done by Nirvana, right? What was the other song I was going to listen to? I got to listen to that one. and Ellen, Not only this more sad. Ellen DeGeneres. You got to get into Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> you got you to listen to Jewel is what we yeah, were talking Jewel, about earlier. Jewel. Not only this more sad. I remember now. These hands Jewel are small, I know. Puppets. Meat jewels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get into Jewel. Yeah. <laughs> Jewel. I'm Jimmy Jewel. Stewart. That's that's a pretty pretty deep. That's a pretty solid Jimmy Stewart. Her hands are so small. I, I always liked Dana Carvey when he would do the Jimmy dirty, filthy Jimmy Stewart. Like, yeah, whore. <laughs> Take that, whore. I, I do like that special by Dana Carvey. Oh, yeah. The rest of his work can be thrown in the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Are you about the Dana Carvey show right now. I remember that Master Disguise movie. Everybody was like, oh, it's so good. I know, yeah. it's awful. It's one of the worst everybody, things ever made. Everybody yeah. thought it was so good. Or not everybody, but when people you were would six, talk about it. They so all good. loved it. They, we were little I, kids. When I was a kid, I saw straight through it. I was like, this is awful. Yeah. I, I mean, the like, movie came out when we were like in junior yeah. high. Or I mean, it's yeah, not something fair. Around, man. It's not fair. Hey, I'm all turtly. Turtly, turtly. Leslie Nielsen by Spy Hard. <laughs> and you can't judge Dana Carvey by uh, Master of Disguise. Yeah, or, but did they need the that money? Versa. Did they really you can't need judge, the money? Judge back Reinhold then? By, wait, you, you can judge Reinhold from Vice Versa. But he was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and he was so good. And Beverly Hills Cop? Yeah. He's a good guy. I don't know. Ruthless people, not so much. I didn't care about that movie. I don't know. Although I love Bette Midler because I'm gay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's in the contract. Yep. Here you go. Here's your contract. Yeah. And here's your sign. Bette Midler. <laughs> here's your signed. What is? I don't even know what Bette Midler is known for other than an icon Some in the gay community. Hocus, uh, hocus Pocus. Ah, uh, all right. She sang that? Uh, is the she, original, or did she cover that? She was in a movie called Yentl. Um, that you, sounds like a Middle Eastern wine. That's very Jewish, I think, is what yeah. it is. Uh, beaches. She's known for beaches. Yeah, she's known for beaches. And mm. then, like uh, my brother, I remember he he sang uh, that song to his uh, social studies teacher in seventh grade, and she kicked him out of class because he's like, "Did you ever know that you're my hero?" Everything I wish I could. He was trying to fuck his teacher, or, or just really <laughs> showing appreciation. Yeah, and one time I um, yeah, I, I took. It's a fun song to dedicate someone, dedicate to somebody at karaoke. You're like, okay, uh, okay, Brad Gray, this one's for you. Yeah. What the fuck happened to that guy? He quit comedy. He, I thought he was like quite. A, I thought he was quite funny. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, he's fucking really funny. He's like a uh, home renovator now. <laughs> Yeah, he's just living his... I, I think he learned a lot from doing comedy and then just moved on with his life because mm -hmm. it sucks too much time and energy and youth and years. and uh, uh, yeah. It, I don't know. I think it, it, he he got pretty far, did, did fun things, and, mm -hmm. and got to work with... Yeah, because he, he, he had, had, a, really he had a podcast, podcast right? Yeah. yeah. And the, the Real Dude podcast? Is regular, the regular, regular Dude. Regular dude. Yeah, I did that once. I think I did it once. And it was like probably my worst podcast appearance ever, but it was a fun time. I just didn't uh, have anything. I didn't. I didn't know how to be fun. Yeah. 
What? I didn't know how to be fun. Yeah, it, you really it, didn't. And also, Grady, well, here like... Here we are teaching you how to giggle again. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. No, Welcome Grady, to the Giggle Fest. Grady was doing the podcast right after me, and he came in and was, like, eating a Subway sandwich during the podcast. And it wasn't distracting or anything. I was, was just you? like, oh, fuck, now I gotta be funny. There's, like, an audience You gotta be here. funnier than that sandwich. Yeah, exactly. At least. Didn't you know? Grady work at Potbelly? Maybe that sounds right. I love Potbelly. Yeah, I, th- I think that's where he, his jokes about working as a, as a sandwich maker are from Potbelly, and he and he and he walked in with a Subway sandwich. Oh uh, yeah, that's crazy. Him, You're allowed dude. to do that in this country, <laughs> America. <laughs> I think even for the price, I'd prefer Potbelly. I I agree. I think Potbelly's better. I don't know what brands are. <laughs> I don't even know what money is. I don't know how life works. <laughs> I will say that Witch Witch is fucking garbage. Yeah, Witch Witch. I remember how, how excited Greg was. You guys remember? Found out about the first Witch Witch in town. He said, Bob, you gotta go. Bob, let's go to Witch Witch. And I was like, I don't want to, but I'll, I guess I'll do it. And it was, it was, I got the Elvis sandwich, and then I got fatter. And then, <laughs> then he broke up with me, and he didn't love me. What, yeah, what blame Quiz- which witch. <laughs> Remember Quiznos? There's where's the closest Quiznos now? Oh man. Does anybody know? Uh, yeah, you put the Quiz- a, in a suburb somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to those? I it was like a scam, right? Like it was some kind of a franchising scam. Whoa. But I liked Quiznos. No, I, I used to like Quiznos when I was in high school because I used to love all junk food and fast yeah, food. 100%. But now That's that I now I that I eat healthier, it's like Quiznos is pure garbage. How did you start doing that? How did you start eating healthier? I I want to get like a single man's guide to cleaning up his life. Lesson one: Blaine Arnold, teach me. Um. So I used to be a really picky eater, and now I can eat anything. Like I just don't have like a I don't have an aversion to almost any food. Especially like healthy food. Like, so, like, the things that I hate to eat are like fried oysters. I think they're disgusting in texture. Oh, so good. But I love raw oysters. But, like, awesome. but in general, like, when it comes to food, like, I just don't, I don't find most food to be like bad tasting. So it's so very. Just e- eat whatever you want. That's, um. No, but it's very, it's very easy for me to eat healthy because I don't think healthy food tastes bad. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I never thought so either. It's just easier but, to get McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. And, what, then, so, so you have to make food at but, home but i've also so like some top things to buy for your pantry if you if you're just getting started with uh putting your life together after uh you know um well ever since thanksgiving my making food at home has completely fallen apart and so i've just been <laughs> buying food out all the time and so like yeah i'm the wrong person to ask about that i got i have some insights on that okay so so i used to eat fast food like a lot like in in high school we used to get this thing called a mcgangbang <laughs> you get a, a double cheeseburger from McDonald's off the dollar menu and a McChicken. Off the dog menu? Dollar menu, oh, same thing. Okay. And then you take the meat apart and put the McChicken whole sandwich inside the meat, meat back on, and eat wow. that. It's got to be at least 1,200 calories, but it's very filling. Sandwiches. It would take up your, you know, yeah. you wouldn't have to really eat again. Your eating day. needs were taken. Yeah. yeah. And I would also get a fucking giant Dr. Pepper with that. Like, I used to eat yeah. awfully. Uh, and the main thing that made me quit was uh, I watched a documentary. I think it was Forks Super Over Knives. Size. No, I think it's Forks Over Knives, which has since been like debunked, I think. Oh. But it scared me into being a vegan. 
And I was a vegan. How has it been debunked? How did they? I mean, like they're not even allowed to investigate what happens in those. I don't look into it very far. We don't have like if somebody says it's okay, you're like, I'll take that. Yeah, that's good news. Yeah, I I want to keep eating. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell me the bad news. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So probably know what I'm actually. It probably hasn't been debunked, but McDonald's said it's been debunked. Oh, okay. Well, you can always trust McDonald's. (laughs) So so I watched that, and I I became a vegan for uh, probably three months in college, and literally since then that was. That was the the jumping off point to where uh, fast food made me feel bad. When I would eat it, it would fuck my stomach up. Yeah. Just any meat products for a while. Now I eat meat regularly, lots yeah. of meat. But I uh, fried stuff just messed my stomach up because I took a, oh, I took a three done. month break Whoa. off fried stuff, and that literally just it broke my fast food addiction. Like or, uh, I, I guess it was an addiction. I don't think it was that bad. No, like like, eat... like bad food is like drugs. Like yeah. when you when you wean yourself off of alcohol or cocaine or whatever it is like, and you try to go back to it, you can't do as much. Yeah. And exactly. it's the same with, like, it's the same with like unhealthy the, food. The first thing I ate that was non-vegan and I was drinking this night, but I went to go visit my friend in Austin. We go to sixth street, we get real drunk and uh, we go to Taco Bell. They just released the Doritos Locos taco. I think it was the blue one. It was like the <laughs> second one they released. And uh, I was like, fuck it. I know I'm vegan, but this isn't even real beef anyway, whatever. I got it. I ate it. I spent the whole night over a trash can, like hanging off my friend's bed, and I was like, "Never again." And then I tried to eat wings a couple weeks later, and like literally, I, I got like an order of eighteen wings because I'm an animal, and I got <laughs> wing number seventeen, and it was like immediate diarrhea. I was like, "Oh god!" So that like just kind of got me away from fried stuff. And then to keep with that, I when I go to the grocery store, I buy like uh, snack food, basically like like stuff that I can cook quick, like. Uh, cucumbers are one of my favorite snack foods. Like I'll just buy a bunch of cucumbers, chop them up. You could dip them in anything, and that yeah, was hummus uh, is good. I like yeah. baby carrots. And- yeah, exactly. Baby carrots. So rather than having chips, you have baby carrots or cucumbers, and just don't buy the the McDonald's or the Whataburger. And eventually, your stomach won't be able to tolerate it. So literally, all it takes is one negative experience. Yeah. With your stomach, you got to get your stomach. Unused I drank water from Mexico once. And I, I did that too. I, I had yeah. diarrhea for like a month and a half. Oh. I was 14. I was working with my dad. Nice. And I was in the bathroom every single day at work. Can I tell you a, uh, a story about a, a, a breakup? from uh, like, a, like a night when I broke up with somebody? Please. Okay. Does it have diarrhea involved too? Um, kind of. Awesome. So it was, uh, it was our <laughs> anniversary. It was like our two-month anniversary or something. And I like this guy. But yeah, it, was, it was just a... We went out to this one restaurant, and he's like, I'm paying for everything. And, uh, Hell yeah. I'm going to pamper you tonight. And uh, here we go. And he ordered stuff. I always, This is my favorite restaurant. I love going here. And he orders shit, and uh, he eats it. And then an hour later, he's like, oh, my God. Was there meat? He's vegan. He's uh. like, was there meat in the peppercorn? Blah 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 sauce yeah. that I ingest. I ate, and he called the place. Was there meat in there? I thought it was vegan. And then he's like, ah. and he's like really upset, and he just starts <laughs> acting sick when he was fine for yeah. like an hour. He was totally fine, and then until it occurred to him oh, that he'd eaten yeah. meat, and then he starts whining, and then he starts getting like just upset and crying over like breaking his veganism, and I'm like doesn't matter and i'm sure you've done it a hundred times yeah. like uh but like and times when you didn't realize it 
so just move on let's have a good time and yeah we go over at this bar and he's getting too drunk and i'm just there and i'm like i'm not having a good time and i'm just gonna go home and he's like no we're going to barbarella we're oh, going God. to barbarella and i didn't want to go to barbarella and he was like no we have to go and uh, i was like oh fine um i i actually didn't want to go but he already called the uber and so we take the uber we get there and i see andrew youngblood and the artist formerly known as john Wynn, who is now nina Wynn. Mm-hmm. And uh, I see Caramel and Jaffer Khan at, Guava, at, at at the Barbarella. And I'm like, hey, look, it's my boyfriend. And they're like, uh, oh, nice to meet you. And then he's like really wasted. And he goes off and starts making out with some other guy right after I introduced oh him. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> and, um, Fuck. <laughs> so then I, uh, then I just walked home alone from Barbarella. And I was like, I didn't even want to go there anyway. And, uh, and we, we were, were through after that. Yeah. But, but not really. I mean, I, I was yeah. like, who cares? You know how it goes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, but it, it, it did look kind of bad to be like, hey, uh, this is this guy I'm dating. And then he just like starts fucking making out with, starts making oh, out with other people. That's embarrassing, dude. Yeah, that's like so cook. embarrassing. Total cook. <laughs> oh, you ever been cooked? <laughs> Would you like a floater with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite cocktail? <laughs> cocktails. <laughs> if you don't have a cocktails bit, you gotta you gotta have that. I don't know. I'm I've sure it's been one. done a thousand. I know times. it sounds like it has, but <laughs> I, I haven't. Heard I had it. never thought of that till you. Just I've never said thought it. of it. I've never heard it. I think that should be a bit for you. Yeah, or like a whole separate podcast. Yeah, cocktails. <laughs> I have a. I don't have cocktails, and I was cucked or did cuck somebody, but. I used to sell weed in college, and there was this guy <laughs> that uh, he would always come over at like 3 a.m. And uh, I'm still friends with him. He'll remain unnamed. But he would come over to my house. At, he's married and has a kid now. He'd come over to my house uh, at 3 a.m. and be like, yo, I just cut this guy from Craigslist. It's crazy, <laughs> man. He'd tell me these stories about He would literally go on Craigslist, and I don't know if he got paid or what, or if he just uh, did it cause for the love of the hot? game. No. Oh. He looked like, uh, he looks like Andrew Youngblood, but well, fatter. Andrew Youngblood's pretty hot. Well, no, fatter, a little more sloppy. Imagine a sloppy Andrew mm. Youngblood. That's this guy. There was a guy I in hope the, he the Army. To this. A guy, you know, when I was in the Army, there was a guy named, uh, with his last, and we always call people by their last name. And his last name was Rash, and it didn't even occur to me. It didn't even occur to me that he was a PFC private Rash. <laughs> everybody just called ah! him, everybody just called him Pig, because he was gross. And uh, he would always be like, I got this fat bitch in my room who wants to fuck her. And she's like, Bleh. Oh my and, God. Uh, and like Jesus. Four or five guys would go in and plow this babe. And, and, it's like, and he's like, <laughs> I've probably been the fourth or fifth guy, not to my own knowledge, oh, a couple no. times in my life. Yeah. I was very gay at the time, and I was like, I don't. <laughs> you say you did it? No. <laughs> Cocktails. <laughs> Woo! If you're not attracted to her either way, you might as well, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, might as well prove I'm not gay. Yeah. <laughs> like, you better do this and you're gay. Yeah, you're like you as attracted eat, to yeah. her as a I normal love, guy I love like uh, homophobes who are like that. You better eat my cock or you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like those kind of bullies who are like, I'm putting my balls on your head because you're gay. <laughs> you know, you ever do that in high school? The guys who take your balls out and just like... Oh, yeah, them. all the time. Like, yeah. I, I look back sometimes uh, on, like, a lot of the shit me and my friends used to do. 
And now I'm like, man, was he gay that whole time? It kind of seems like yeah, he was he just was gay that whole time. Rockets yeah. Up his ass <laughs> yeah. At a party. Like, just touch it, dude. <laughs> yeah, like you're playing like gay chicken with people. And you're yeah, like, why, yeah exactly. why are we doing yeah. this? And, but I thought it was the funniest thing. I thought it was, oh, this is a great, funny game. And then now I look back, I was like, oh, that's probably ah, just gay. Yeah, we just, they were probably yeah, just we were pe- People were yeah. exploring the limits of their gayness. Yeah. I uh, There was one guy, and, and uh, I've never told this story, I don't think, before. Uh, we got off the bus. Uh, his name was Chris, I think. I don't remember his last name. And he was only in my high school for like a year or two. And we got out, he lived near me, he got off the bus with me, came to my house, and we were doing whatever. I don't know why he even came over. We weren't smoking or anything at the time. Uh, but he, you know, I was in my room doing something, he went to the bathroom, and he comes out with like a raging boner. The biggest dick I've ever seen to this day. <laughs> it was the biggest dick I'd ever seen. It was probably 10, <laughs> 10 to 11 inches. <laughs> It was a solid ten and a half inch, and girthy, like, like a three inch girth. And he was like, "Hey, check it out!" And I, I was in disbelief. Like, I was like, "That's not your dick." He's like, "Yeah, yeah." And then I was just like, "Okay, I don't know why this is happening." Uh, I wish it would have happened to me. <laughs> he yeah, probably, yeah, if it was you, you're making you you're making Bob made, jealous of your yeah, Bob of your experience. Made something uh, happen with yeah. that. You probably could have. You could have made that a much more fun day after school, but for me, yeah. I was just confused and scared. But looking back, he was probably hitting on me yeah. or trying to, you know. Or he was just super proud. I would be yeah. too. I, I don't know why he wouldn't be. Remember the kids in fifth grade who were like, "You want to watch my dad's porn?" Oh yeah, I did that. That was me. I was the guy that with the Playboy hookup. I you want yeah. to go, I, I, go I, swimming I naked in our pool? And that was also me. I love being naked. Let's touch our dicks on each other. <laughs> I never went that far. I, I also had the Playboy hookup. My dad, oh, yeah. my dad had a pile of them in his my office. My dad still does. I'm sure they're worth some money now. He has boxes of Playboys. So, like, like, my dad would keep them on, like, a very, very high shelf. Ah. And so, like, I had a, I had an Asian friend who was six foot five. Oh, hell, weird. Oh. Was it Yao Ming? Why are you going to say Asian? <laughs> well, because he just... Because that makes it... I, 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 had three fr- I had three Asian friends in high school who were over six foot tall. So, I just... So that's possible. Like you're that. probably the only person in the world with three tall Asian <laughs> friends. Yeah, besides Even in Asia. (laughs) (laughs) But like, so because he was that tall, he was able to step on the top of my dad's chair and just barely reach where my dad had stashed these these Playboys. And so we would split the... We would split well, the how pile. How did your dad get to him? Is he very tall or did he have a ladder? He had a ladder. Oh, like right. my dad, my dad, my dad's an engineer. Jerking off ladder, just like everybody else. Well, he just had like a, he had like a one of those offices with built-in shelves that went all the way to the ceiling. So mm-hmm. he just like put them at the top because he knew he had yeah. a son. Yeah, yeah. And, Don't uh, you touch my jerk-off ladder? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you put the my ladder special back. Jerk-off ladder, yeah. boy. No, but so the best part was so so I would I would split them with my friend, right? So like he uh. would grab four of them down, and he would take two, and I would take two, and I thought that was like an even split because like yeah. I couldn't reach them otherwise. Yeah, yeah. But so one time I went to his house like several months after we had we had claimed like several different issues of Playboy, and he had cut out all of the tits. And put them on a poster board like a fucking project. Uh, beautiful. And it just it just that looked like a beautiful. bunch of sunny side up eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just 
I was just amazed that he had like taken these classic playboys and fucking destroyed them. Oh, that's but, really, I'd be so pissed if I were his dad. Yeah. Oh I would yeah, actually, dude. But it, but it was also just really funny that my friend my friend was like <laughs> yeah. he trusted me enough to show me that he had like yeah. r- done this, and they were just they they were just tits, independent yeah. of faces. Like for <laughs> me, for me, I need tits and faces. I gotta like, have the face. They, yeah. they need to go together. There was a sleazy kid that I went to hang out with in high school who uh, went. I went to his room and he had porno taped up on all the walls of his bedroom. That's and, fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> he was like sixteen. Was like, uh, I, so I remember there was a like I I would steal my dad's Playboys and there was another brand he had. It wasn't Hustler. I can't remember what it was. not. If you said it, Penthouse. No, it was one word. Not Penthouse. Not Hustler. One word. I can't remember it. Anyway. Uh, I would bring that. Those were the really, you know, more vulgar. So I would really steal those. The Playboys were, you know, meh. Even for a ten-year-old, it was like yeah, whatever. I, I want to see some. Uh, I want to see inside of the pussy. I want to yeah. see it all. <laughs> yeah. So there was this some kind of weird magazine. I bring in my friend, and I feel very bad to this day. I don't know. I think he's doing good. I think he's married. <laughs> but this guy, like, when he got his hands on the porn, like I literally saw his eyes just turn into tunnels. Like he was like. He was into uh, porn. You got that. Yeah, it like was it was. Like, it, it wasn't more. Uh, you get, it was more just like uh, primal, just like ah, uh, ah, uh, give me that. I need to. I will go home now. Bye. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like it was primal and kind of like a caveman. Just, yeah, exactly. And and that kind of, I'm. I probably saved myself from a porn addiction by witnessing that. Oh man, how did you do it, man? How did you save yourself? I don't know. I, I did not save super. myself. <laughs> I did not save myself. I think, honestly, I hit puberty very late, and I think that helped me a lot. Yeah. Because in fifth and sixth grade, I remember my friends all talking about coming, and I was like, you guys, there's no way you guys are coming yet. Uh, I didn't come until I was like in ninth grade. That's about the time I did, too. Where was I that feel like that ding? was really What was that ding? That, that, text on what you up, that, that lined up perfectly with coming in ninth grade. <laughs> ding. But yeah, I feel like all my friends came like years before that, and I felt really like late to the game. And I feel like they all uh, were just more... ninth grade is like fourteen. Yeah, yeah, fourteen ish. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I just I discovered jerking off when I was like twelve. Yeah, everybody did except for me. It's <laughs> fair. And I I I'd, like done it a little bit before, but never to like completion. Uh, I didn't think that was a thing. I, I didn't was think like, that was cool. this is fun, you know, and I'm done having fun, you know. I didn't know there was like an end point. Yeah, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, it, it it took me a while to figure it out yeah, as well. Yeah, like, it takes yeah. it takes a lot of attempts before you're like, oh, there's like this, yeah, fin- there's this I, finishing. Yeah, I still remember the very first time, like my legs failed. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. It was great. I've never had an orgasm. Time. I've never had an orgasm like that oh, in my man. whole life. Hey, first, uh, let's uh, see. What was the first kiss? Like, uh, did you ever? Uh, do you remember the song that was playing the first time you uh, kissed? Ah, uh, there was no song. I do remember my first uh, kiss. Well. Oh, I have, uh, yeah, my first kiss was probably this girl in, like, pre-K. And uh-huh. I still am friends with her. Her name's Elizabeth. You used to kiss on girls when you were... Oh, yeah, we would show each other our pull-ups and oh, everything. I never did that. It was oh, great. And then uh, there was, my first, like, make-out was in fourth grade. And it was this girl named KK who lived down the street from me. from a very trashy family. And uh, it was, uh, she would come over and, you know, pl- she had tits in fourth grade. And I'd play with her tits and make out and... Ugh. You don't like it, but it was for me. It was great. Yeah, that was sounds great. pretty good for. Her. It was amazing. Yeah. Like that was my. I that was my peak. I was like, this is, I peaked. I remember my sister um, telling me this funny story. Of this, uh, she has a, 
one of her daughters was five and then a, a boy who lived nearby came over and she caught the boy like serenading uh, her daughter with like well, a little uh, uh, fake plastic guitar and he's like he's telling her about a man named Elvis Presley who used to sing a song called You Make Me So Lonely Babe You Make Me So Lonely and then they and then he tri- and then he was kissing her and, like he caught them she caught them kissing it was so but she caught the like the lead up to it with him going You Make Me So Lonely Babe uh, <laughs> You Make Me So Lonely Babe <laughs> it was so cute that sounds so cute. I have my my gnarliest story that I was getting caught with my pants down literally by a girl's mom in like tenth grade. Oh, it was my first blowjob. It was excellent. No. It was so good. But then I got caught by her mom. Oh, that terrible. Yeah, it yeah. Was, like caught I, by parents. She, oh. they, she they was, probably hate it just as much as you. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure. But like her mom and I, I thought I was gonna date her. But after that, I was like, we can't date. Oh, like man. your mom is seeing me in this position. Oh. Uh, yeah, so I heard her talking about having like a party or sucking some guy's dick in history class. And so I go up to her after history class and was like, so what's up with these parties? What's going on, you know? And then um, she brushed a, me off. Was that a thing in your high school? It was like, yeah, girls like, bullying girls being like, I heard you suck that dick? Yes, whore. 100%. You yeah. whore. Yeah. And then they just ostracized. The guys really joined happened? in too. Yeah, everybody was whores. This is the, the guys, guys joined the, in. Oh, the guys were doing that. You're a whore. Like, Even though hey, I, want I you heard you got your dick sucked. Whore. No, not to guys, but to girls. Like, oh, okay. it's like the guys are like, yeah, you got your dick sucked, yeah. but she's a whore. Yeah, what if the I guys were all bullying each other for like, you better stay silly. <laughs> you better be, stay silly. That would be a bitch. great high school. Yeah. Uh, Don't come, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not allowed to come until you're married, bitch. I would. Yeah, I'd be the king of those bullies. Uh, <laughs> you're impure. <laughs> <laughs> so impure. Yeah, voted most pure. Uh, was um, well, okay. well, this one I think was more fun than the first one. Oh yeah, cocktails. Woo! Mix them together. Okay, we could do that. Yeah, mix and match. <laughs> Podcast.